Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Urizio, founder of Soul Language, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul. This podcast is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, oh, each show, I ask an expert three key questions. So you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview is for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And today I'm with Lorraine Siegel and we're talking about radical forgiveness. Let me tell you a little bit about this amazing woman. After surviving the 50s and 60s, as well as 20 years in toxic academia, As a professor, she was inspired to start her own business, Conflict Remedy, happily teaching and coaching, blogging and consulting around workplace conflict and transformation. She is addicted to reading novels and enjoys walking in beautiful Northern California, where she lives with her wife. Her cartoon muse, Bookie, insisted that she write her memoir, Angels and Earthworms, An Unexpected Journey to Love, Joy and Miracles. Welcome! Thank you so much, Jennifer. It's such a pleasure to be here with you. Oh, I'm so excited. So uh, the first question I ask everyone is, what does your soul or your spirit share with you throughout your journey? Well, my uh, I feel so grateful that um, through some difficulties in my childhood and early adulthood, my soul has found its way to its purpose. And I know that it's about loving myself and others. It's about helping people transform conflict and sharing my story that I hope will inspire others. Beautiful. So let's talk about radical radical forgiveness. Uh, what is that? Why do we need it? And why do people find it so hard? I know I'm like the queen of six-part questions. But why <laughs> why do people find it so hard to forgive Yeah, well, I think I'll start with that, which is forgiveness is an absolutely teachable and learnable skill, but it's not something that we learn in schools. And because our parents didn't learn it and our teachers didn't learn it and most institutions in society don't have good models for it, we don't know how and we don't know what it means. And I know I grew up in a family with a lot of grudge holding and bitter resentments that you didn't tell to the person you complained about to someone else. 
And um, it, it's been a whole process for me of learning how to forgive. Um, and I'll say why first and then talk about how. Why is that one of the biggest misunderstandings about forgiveness is that we think it's something the other person has to earn or deserve or apologize first for. And actually, forgiveness is a gift we give ourselves. It's a gift we give ourselves so our hearts can heal. Mm. And when we, for me, when I started framing it that way and realized it was it really wasn't about the other person, it was about how I want to be in the world, about how to make my heart peaceful and loving. Um, it gets a lot more doable. I love and, that. Yeah. And in terms of how, for me, um, my journey for forgiveness started through, I'm in a couple of 12 step programs and, um, one of the steps is about looking at our character defects, about um, asking pe- other people's forgiveness for wrongs we've done them. And even though it doesn't say it in the steps, there's a lot in the writings about it that's about forgiveness. And the more I was able to forgive myself and forgive other people, the better I felt. Yeah, And, and that made me want to do it more. Yeah. And that's the key, everyone. It's you're not really forgiving them that's a side benefit you're first forgiving your participation what what grudges you're holding what judgment you're holding because you're carrying that around like jacob marley's chain and that drags your energy it gets exhausting you're creating on pain and suffering and so that's why forgiveness is so important versus you're not most people do it because it's a way of protecting themselves you're not really you're creating as jennifer bloom would say pre-suffering so how do we start this radical forgiveness? Like, give us an action step. I want a tool. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, well, one of the, I, I just want to say first that this is something I wasn't trained in conflict transformation to use forgiveness, but I quickly realized that if my students and clients were holding grudges and resentments, they absolutely could not transform or resolve a conflict. So it's a necessary step that I started applying what I'd learned to everyone in my life, basically. And um, one of the first keys, um, it's something we talk about a lot in the conflict transformation field, is switching from blame to contribution. Instead of pointing a finger at yourself or at the other person, look look at your story, your narrative that you're framing about what happened about the other person and about yourself, and then reframe what did I contribute to the situation, which could be what you said, unintentionally triggering a childhood thing for them, which isn't your fault, but is a contribution, um, or getting defensive yourself or um, really misunderstanding where the other person was coming from and acting out from information that wasn't true. So that kind of curiosity and listening about yourself and about them can help you learn what was going on for them and their story, which makes it a lot easier to forgive if they weren't being malicious, if they weren't trying to hurt you, if they were doodling along on their own story. So that's the one of the first questions. When I work with clients, I listen to their stories and their grief and their anger and their complaints. 
And then ever so gently, I start asking them, so how do you think the other person might see it? (laughs) (laughs) And it really shifts things. So that's, that's one tool um, that I use. Um, And another is, well, I call it prayer or affirmation. If I'm working with atheists, Um, I, um, I, I started, I have a number of forgiveness prayers or forgiveness affirmations that I use that some of them I channeled from the goddess, some I heard someplace else. And the reason what got me started, um, was as, as you meant, as you mentioned in the intro, I was in a very toxic workplace environment. I was a tenured professor, a department chair, but I was bullied and mobbed mm. and it was awful. It was awful. And there was this one defining moment. And this was after I'd been doing quite a bit of my own forgiveness work in other areas of my life. Something egregious had happened. They had done something really unjust and unfair. And I was burning with resentment. And I walked out of my office into the lobby. And I had this fiery hatred for everyone there. Mm. And it was all consuming and it was so intense that it scared me to death (laughs) because I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be someone who was filled with rage and resentment and blame and bitterness. And I thought in that moment, I thought, oh my goodness, I have got to start somehow forgiving these people or my heart is going to shatter into a million little pieces and I will never recover even if I leave here. And so I started praying for all the people who were my abusers, basically. I mean, I did practical things to protect myself, too. But I also wrote this rather funny, in a way, forgiveness prayer, which was, I say, goddess, goddess, um, grant, and I would say everyone by name, um, a physical, emotional, and spiritual healing, transformation, and enlightenment. And at first I had to add, because they really need it. (laughs) (laughs) And grant them everything I want for myself, including joy, love, appreciation, abundance. And grant that I may let go of bitterness, rage, resentment, blame, anger, um, judgment, that I may let go, forgive, and be free. And I did this prayer every day for five years until I could get myself out of there. And it helped a lot. And that's determination. I mean, like that's determination. And I think so often people want to shift right away. And depending on the level of forgiveness, depending on if that forgiveness is triggering other forgiveness, depending if you're a warrior and your, your energy and you're making more with it in order to move forward, it can take some time. And I think if people don't have instant results, uh, then they kind of get deterred, right? This is called radical. So you have to keep being on top of it, right? So uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Well, I I was just going to say that I I have my clients and my, I, I mean, you do it as long as there's a charge. And I tell them a minimum of three weeks every day. And it's amazing how it shifts, how they can interact with people. It's amazing how it shifts it um, for me. And I tell them, and I tell myself, you don't have to believe it. You simply have to do it. Muster as much sincerity as you can. And I have another shorter one, which includes saying, um, I forgive this person for all wrongs, real and imagined. 
I accept that they're doing the very best they can with woefully inadequate tools, and I give them with love to the divine. And making room for the fact that they're messing up, that you're not saying they're perfect. You're simply saying that you're willing to let go of the charge. And it is so healing and freeing and lightening to do that. Great. So as we're coming to the close here, uh, how do people get in touch with you? How do they get more of your goodness? Oh, thank you for asking that. Well, I have a website for my business. It's called conflictremedy.com. And I also have um, a newsletter for my memoir, which, as you said, was is called Angels and Earthworms, An Unexpected Journey to Joy, Love, and Miracles. And um, they get on my newsletter. They have a chance to, depending when this airs, they have a chance for special offers and for um, uh, a possibly a free advanced reader's copy. And that's Bookling, like Duckling, BooklingPress.com, because my cartoon news is bookie. Love it. Love it. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us today. And here's my last question. If you were a magnet on the goddess's refrigerator, what would your (laughs) magnet say? (laughs) We all deserve all the beauty and love that life has to offer. I love that. Yay. Well, thank you so much for being part of the show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. It's fun to talk about these things with you. Love it. Everyone, you have been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul. I'm Jennifer Rizzio. The Ask and uh, Answered by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. And if you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice. Thanks, everyone. Don't forget, contact these amazing guests, review send me an email, share the podcast with your friends, leave a comment. Uh, But just don't forget that you're whole and complete and radical forgiveness will remind you of that. So thank you everyone. And bye for now. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with Electricast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of Electricast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join Electricast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to Electricast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast.